Looking to buy or sell a home? Make sure you have the knowledge you need with a professional home inspection from National Property Inspections Fort Wayne, covering hundreds of homes' vital systems from roof to foundation. MPI also offers radon, mold, and pest inspections to give you complete peace of mind. Plus, every home inspection comes with a free six-month warranty. NPI is a veteran-owned, family-operated business that's proud to serve our local community. Call 260-705-9835 to schedule your inspection with MPI, Fort Wayne's premier home inspection service. Get $25 off your home inspection when you mention code NPI25. Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Tyler, we didn't have Bob Ross here to talk about painting, but we had somebody equally as interesting. Andrew Bachman from Three Rivers Painting Company. You know, you know, people will say, oh gosh, that was so boring. It was like watching paint dry. I'm telling you, this is going to be a very interesting uh, conversation because I have been in the business for 32 years and I learned things about painting I had no idea. And I think if you listen... You're going to find watching paint dry is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andy's a good... Andy yep, was yep. A, <laughs> what is your deal? <laughs> Just wait till we get to the episode. Carrie loses her mind. That's because I had a Hershey bar <laughs> and it had almonds in it too. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. I am your host or one of your hosts, Tyler Morningstar, with my co-host and my what? What else are you? You say it every time. I'm not going to this time. Showing some restraint. Mm-hmm. Mother. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Carrie Morningstar, thank you for listening. We have a, another good guest today. His name is Andrew Bachman. With Three Rivers Painting Company, we're kind of going to go through all things paint. Everybody just calm down. (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is going to be much more informative than you think because actually Andrew was here last week and our equipment quit recording, so we didn't get to continue. Carrie Carrie pushed the button, the wrong button. Anyways, um, I learned a lot, and I'm excited for you to hear what he has to say today. I'm sorry, though, Andrew, you had to come back twice. It's no, no worries. Okay, Andrew, or Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself, okay? And then kind of how you got to where you are right now. All right, perfect. Yeah, so um, my name is Andrew, or some people call me Andy, but yeah, I was born and raised in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, graduated Fort Wayne Northside in 2012, 
Then from there, I went um, on to college at Tiffin University where I played basketball and then was lucky enough to go overseas for a couple years and play. Um, once I decided to uh, give up basketball, I started painting with one of my buddies. His dad was a general contractor and I started painting and then eventually over a course of a year, I thought I could start my own. So I started Three Rivers Painting Company and that's where we're at today. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> that's a wrap. All right, Andy, yep. thanks for coming in. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> So Andy, wait. Let's... Did Andy give his telephone number? Because I think we should allow him to do it before. And hey, I'm after. all about it. Andy, give us your work number. In How case are they going to get a hold of you? Because right, so after wanna... they hear your story, you're very loud. You're very, you're very pumped for this episode. I'm excited. You're this... way more excited for this episode than the last one. Uh, well, just because I know what Andy has to say. <laughs> all right. So yeah, if you're um, interested in a quote, you can go ahead and give us a call at two six zero. Five five seven three seven three four, or you can um, contact us through email, which is Andrew at Three Rivers Painting dot co. That's dot co. Yeah, no com, no, no com. m, no m, no m. Okay, we took it on Morningstar. <laughs> oh, please do not <laughs> cut that one out. Wow, I know, poor Andy, he's in for it today. Yeah, you know what happened? The Hershey's bar kicked in. <laughs> And it was a king bar, so woo, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay, so let's, Andy, before we kind of get into the weeds, let's talk about just basic paint stuff. What I mean by that is an interior. We're going to start with interior. Give us the standard sheens. I said that right from last time, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So the old dogs do learn yeah. new tricks. So give us kind of break down the, the different sheens and maybe the pros and cons of each of them. All right. So um, interior, you you have a flat sheen, eggshell sheen, or some um, like Sherman Williams or some products, they might be a satin sheen, satin, eggshell, same sheen, um, semi-gloss. And then you have a gloss sheen. Wait a minute. Eggshell and, and what was the other one? Satin. They're the same? Then why do they call them different different sheens? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, so... Potato, uh, potato. <laughs> what? Potato? <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy. No, no, no worries. No worries. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'm going to control it now. I'm, re- I'm reeling it in. Yeah, so different sheens. Um, it just all depends on what brand you're, you know, you're buying from. So like Sherwin Williams, they have different products. Um, they have a Promar 200, which if you wanted a Promar 200, you would have to ask for an eggshell. If you wanted a Super Paint, which is a step above Promar 200, you would you would say satin. But at the end of the day, eggshell satin. Same, same sheen, thing. but different cost. I bet. Different different cost. I mean, that's just because it's a higher end product. If that makes sense. Ah, got it. So kind of walk us through. Each of them, what are the pros and cons, or why is one used over another, and kind of right. walk us through that. So the most common, especially with new builds, which would be a um, a flat sheen, that's because it hides pretty much any flaws, um, drywall flaws, and there's no reflection from. Um, also, when it comes to time to touch up, you're, it's very easy to touch up with a brush or a roller. Um, if you was to go with another popular, which would be a satin or an eggshell, it's for the most part, it's washable. Um, it's a little bit harder to touch up, um, but it's a little bit more durable than a flat. And flat is not washable. You don't encourage people to wash flat, correct? Nope. nope. Yep. The best the best way, if you have any smudges or any areas that you need to touch up, is just to get out a little brush or a little roller and touch that spot up. And this is what I said the last time to Andy when you didn't do the, the um, equipment properly. That was you. 
I put my paint in a little uh, Tupperware, an old butter Tupperware thing, and I keep it in my pantry. And when I when Tyler's kids come over and they mess up my walls, I go over there with a paintbrush. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> and I go over with a little paintbrush, and the next thing you know, it's covered. And to me, I find that much more attractive than the shiny stuff, but that's just me. Yeah, you like it just plain Jane. That's who I am. Okay, so where are we? What's the next one? Plain Carrie. No, that's not a sheen. <laughs> so, I mean, we just kind of discussed both flat and um, satin. Now, if you want to get in a semi-gloss and a gloss, that's pretty much just for trim, doors, okay. kitchen cabinets. You don't really want to put that on the walls just because um, you'll see any flaw if there is one. Have you ever had anybody put that on the wall? Yeah, so if you come across a lot of older homes back in the day, people thought you could only have semi-gloss in a bathroom or a gloss just because they thought of the moisture don't exactly know the reason why people thought that would be the best solution but yeah so nowadays the paint industry that came came um full came, circle full circle first full circle so you you can do a, a eggshell or a satin in a bathroom isn't there something else that you can do that's a flat that because i know a few years ago i had some uh in my bathroom if i ran the shower and i don't like to run the fan during that time, I would start to see runs. It looked like, you know, where the walls had sweated from the yeah. you know, the moisture. Does does flat stop that now or is that just old paint or is there other paint that you can get that doesn't do that? So that would be the reason why you would want to paint with some type of sheen, just so you can wipe it down. You're gonna have that no matter what with a flat eggshell satin, semi gloss, gloss. You're gonna have that that issue no matter what. It's just if you have some type of sheen, you can just go up there with a wet rag and wipe it off. If you had it as a flat, then it would just smudge. Then you would have more issues down the road. Andy, the last time you were here, you were talking about that special paint that was kind of mirrored for front doors because I tried to get my neighbor... The fine paints of Europe? That one? Well, you have a very good memory, Tyler. No, it's because Andy and I have talked about yeah. this quite a bit. Oh, because I, I was telling my neighbor about it and she was like, I've never heard anything about it because I said, let's buy a gallon and do our front doors. So go ahead, tell them that story. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tee it up for you. All right, there you go. So there's, you know, there's different qualities of paint, for right? sure. different companies. And Andy and I have found, I found through different avenues, but we ended up at the same place. There's this fine paints of Europe that is like the nicest stuff. I, I'm interested in it for home theater stuff. You paint yeah. your walls black and it just keeps like a flat black and it light doesn't reflect. But Andy's going to use it for on his house. Yep. You're going to paint your doors with it, right? Doors, um, windows, and cabinets. Okay. You're yep. painting what, the windows inside? The or trim, the, the window trim on the, the inside. The trim. Yep. Mm, that sounds neat. <laughs> neat. Who says neat? I say neat. <laughs> you have to remember, I'm 63. I say neat. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. I also say groovy. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're snorting? I can't put her on mute. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy. This well, no okay. Worries. So this while she's while, while she's recovering from that Hershey's bar, Hershey's. I mean, you're drunk it's on Hershey's. So I said Hershey's. Oh, okay. What, what is your deal? I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So you use Sherwin Williams. 
Yep. And typically, is it super paint that you try to use? Is that typically kind of your normal go-to? Um, when I first got started with super paint, just because I was a little more concerned about what the customers wanted price-wise. Yeah. But now I stepped it up and used a little bit of a higher-end paint, and that would be a duration. Duration. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Does duration have its own type of sheen? Or can that come in any type of sheen? Any any sheen. So, okay. like I said, the satin, eggshell, flat, semi-gloss, gloss, you can pretty much get it in any product. So there's many different levels of paint that can come in all those different sheens. Yeah, for the okay. most for the most part. Some, so the duration is a higher level paint than what the flat that you started out with, or the super paint. Super paint, correct. Okay, got it. Yep. Just making sure. Good job. So let me ask you this. Sherwin-Williams is your go-to paint. But let's say for whatever reason, someone can't get Sherwin-Williams. Maybe they're walking into a do-it-best. Do-it-best. Right? And you know where I'm going with this. What are maybe one or two other paint brands that you would feel comfortable recommending if for some reason they can't get the Sherwin-Williams color that they really like? Yeah, so there's a couple popular brands, which would be a Valspar, which is actually owned by Sherwin-Williams, but it's just a little bit more affordable, and it is in your hardware stores. Um, I believe... Lowe's carries Valspar. Um, then another one would be Bear, Bear Paint. A lot of people are familiar with Bear. Um, and I believe Home Depot carries Bear. And then um, what about Benjamin Moore? Benjamin Moore is a very popular, that is carried by, I think, Do It Best, mm-hmm. Aced Hardware Stores. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that is a um, paint that is... Um, pretty competitive with Sherwin-Williams. Okay. So that's just like, again, if for some reason there's a color maybe that they like that Sherwin-Williams can't get or vice versa, they yeah. at least have a couple other brands that you would recommend. For sure. And that's that's for pretty much like walls and ceilings. Now, if you wanted to do some type of trim cabinets, I would always recommend some type of paint from Sherwin-Williams because okay. they, they actually carry some products that's designed just for trim work kitchen cabinets, doors. I'm not 100% sure if Bear has that. Um, I think theirs is pretty much just the standard wall paint. Andy, I want to ask you a question. Tyler's talking about painting this theater room black. And let's say five years from now or four years from now, they get tired of it and they want to go to a light color. Do you still have to put a kills on it or a primer before you paint? Or with all the, as as you just said, paint has come full circle. Or, or is that a step you no longer need? I mean, so if you're, Covering black, it wouldn't hurt, but like I said, you would be able to, with a higher-end paint, you would be able to cover that with two coats. So if you were to use like a Duration or another line that Sherwin-Williams carries is like an Emerald, which is a pretty, um, it's one of their higher-end, you'd be able to use two coats. You would you would have to, you could be able to skip the, the process of priming it. That's good to know. So <clears throat> you're kind of in full swing, I imagine, of paint season, right? For sure. What are, and we're t- still talking interior, what are some of the trends or colors or things that you're kind of seeing show up more and more? Um, Wait, we're in Fort Wayne. It's beige. And gray. No, it's beige. Oh, and just gray. Okay. <laughs> no, for sure. It definitely is beige and the grays are very popular. Um, nowadays, a lot of wallpaper is coming back. Um, and then also a lot of the green tones. Um, a lot of people are going with more cleaner, brighter colors to brighten up their home. So anything that, I don't know exactly the name, but like a light green or light blues, light grays, light beiges. A lot of people are staying away from the dark colors. But for the most part, like I tell people, it's your house. Choose whatever color you think you'll like. Just pay me and I'll paint it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a random question. I just thought about it. 
and maybe this is, I've thought about this myself. What is the proper way to dispose of paint? Um, the proper way would to be, there's a couple waste dump areas that they'll take the paint from, you know, and that'd be the best solution. Now, if that doesn't work, you can just open up the can, let it sit out in the sun, wait till it's fully dry, and then chuck it in the trash can. Okay. I like that you're being environmentally curious. Curious. <laughs> well, they do say you can't throw paint away in the trash. Well, I always, when we paint or like touch up, yeah. I always think to myself, you know, I have a lot of paint left. And let's say I didn't want it. I was like, what What do I do with this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, didn't, I, just didn't, I just didn't know. Yeah. The best is to, I don't know what places because we tend to use it all, but there is a couple um, sites that they'll take it. And then there is also a couple, they do, I think, a couple times throughout the summer, like little pop-up places where you can take your batteries, paint, mm. anything that is hazardous, you can just drop it off. Pretty sure there's a fee to it, but yeah, it's the best way. I, I, I want to know something, Andy, and this is, I'm sure <laughs> no one else is going to care but me, but after I've painted and I have my roller and I have all my other things, tools that I've used. Seems like I am rinsing that roller forever to get the paint out. Do you just chuck those or do you get a new one? Because you know how we, ch and then when I go to get it out, it's like as hard as a rock. So is it even worth saving? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, like I said, there's different brands of rollers. If we're using anything that's an oil base or a shellac base, we'll use it and then we'll dump it. Because by the time we, get, buy mineral spirits or paint thinner to clean it, you're just wasting money. But some of our rollers are pretty expensive, so we tend to clean them every time we get done using them. Um, you just have to make sure pretty much all the paint paint is out of the roller. They do make some tools that um, attach to like a drill, and then you put the, the roller cover on it, and then you just turn the drill on, and it kicks out all the paint and water. So you mentioned brands. What, what are some brands you recommend? Like if I want to do some some brush touch-ups, if I want to do a roller. Yeah, like what's the difference? You see like nylon brushes or, you know, you see all these different um, type, you know, different materials that they're made of. What's What makes that different? It's just, it's really just a preference. So, I, I mean, see. as a brand, we tend to use Purdy. Um, Worcester is another popular brand, but there's just... There's just so much to the, you know, everything that goes into the painting that, you know, the average person won't even realize as far as what type of um, roller cover works best for a smooth surface, which roller cover works best for a rough surface, and the same with a brush. Um, I believe that. Some, some brushes are easier to clean, and then some brushes, you know, they'll carry paint, hold more paint, so when you're cutting, you can get a larger brush stroke out of the out of the paintbrush. Well, this is before I met you, but I hired someone to paint my front door and they didn't use the right type of roller. And oh my word. It was very, very obvious. It was. I had it fixed, but it was. It was. Not a good sight. So yeah, that's a good... So for like a DIYer that's doing their kitchen cabinets or doing a door and they don't have access to a sprayer... They make foam rollers or um, rollers out there that will give you not exactly a spray-like finish, but it'll be pretty close. And that's what I would recommend for any type of kitchen cabinets, doors, trim that you're doing by hand. Andy, you shouldn't be recommending anything. You should just keep saying, that's why you need to call me. That's why you need to call me. He's just an honest guy. 
I know. That's why we like He's just an honest guy. You know, can't <laughs> fault him. Your mom and dad did well. Can't fault him. Let's, uh, let's move on to exterior. Exterior paint or painting. Um, first off, what's the optimal temperature? Or what, what maybe, what's the optimal te- temperature? And then also, like, you can't paint below what, what degree? All right. So, I mean, you, like I said, the painting, they've came so far with the paints that they've made that, you know, they've made them. Um, you can paint in, you know, up to 80, 90 degrees. It's just best to work around the sun because you don't want the paint to dry too quick. Um, as far as cold, anything under 45, we don't want to be out there. They do make some paints that you can paint below that, but our hands and stuff don't want us to be out there when yeah. it's, you know, below 45. In our area with the four seasons, how often do you think that someone should paint their exterior? And then wood versus like smart lap or hardy plank. Because uh, I've always thought hardy plank and smart lap, lap, their paint lasts a little bit longer than wood, or am I mistaken? It just, so it all depends. So you have a lot of people with exterior, if you want to go the vinyl, aluminum, cedar siding, and then like the MDF boards, like the, it's not fake wood, but it's just another option. But if you're not, so if you're painting, you should be able to get 10 to 15 years out of it. If you're using some type of stain, a semi-transparent, transparent, or a solid stain, about five years. And then you just touched upon aluminum and vinyl. So I know you can paint aluminum, but at our last time that we spoke, when the equipment didn't work, Tyler, the vinyl, you said you can paint vinyl. Yeah, you can paint vinyl. The only thing with vinyl is you just have to make sure the paint is vinyl safe. So that would be if a paint has a black pigment in it, they just substitute the black pigment with a dark blue pigment, and then it should be good to go. Now, if you don't do that, and I'm not 100% sure if all stores offer that, so that would be another reason to go to Sherwin-Williams because I know for sure they do offer vinyl safe. But if you don't have it vinyl safe and you put it on your house and the sun shines on it, it'll start to warp. And then... Mm. By that time, it's take the yeah, siding get new down. Siding. Exactly. Yep. Yikes. We talked about some brands earlier, and I guess I want to revisit one one thing on that. What is the difference between a quality paint and maybe a lesser quality paint from your perspective? Money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so smart. So, not, I mean, a good it would be coverage. Yeah. So, for an instance, if you did use a cheaper paint, and you were trying to cover a black wall, you might have to use a primer. But if you use the higher end paint, you wouldn't have to use a primer. You could get by with maybe two coats. So that's one reason. And then durability, it'll last longer. A main reason to use a higher end paint is for like trim or cabinets, doors, um, because they get a lot of wear and tear. So if kids are banging into it, vacuum cleaners are banging in the trim, it, it won't chip. But if you use like a wall paint on it or a lower end paint, it'll start to chip, it'll peel off, and then you just have a larger issue. Andy, is there anything you don't paint? So for example, when I say, hey, Andy's a painter, can you take care of, obviously take care of walls, you take care of exterior, cabinets? Paint cabinets. Decks? Decks, so... The only way we'll paint a deck now is if they're willing to pay for us to use a diamond grinder and grind it down to the bare wood, and then okay. we'll go what, back. What about with a Trek decks? So you can paint those as well. Yeah. So would you paint those? We would paint them. Yeah. Okay. We would just let them know that there's you're not going back to the the original color. So. 
And how long does that paint normally last? Whether it's a wood deck or a track deck or... So we would never recommend to put paint on a wood deck just because you'll run into issues with it peeling. If there's moisture in the wood, it'll start to bubble. So we always recommend some type of stain because that allows moisture to escape. Um, But since we live in Fort Wayne, we experience all four seasons. And like I said, you the best you might get out of a deck if it's stained is five years. And some homeowners don't like to hear that. They're like, oh, I have to re- redo it every five years. You might get a few more years out of it with using a paint. But once that paint starts peeling, then it's, it's pretty I much... I hate the look of once it's peeled and then somebody pe- paints over it because it just looks like there's rough area. Yeah. And with the stain, you don't have that issue. You just have to make sure you keep up with it every, you know, every few years. For FHA purposes, it's a type of loan. And if something needs painted, you can't have any paint chips around because they think it's lead-based paint. Do you tarp your areas if you're outside like sidewalks and all of that area so you're very uh, clean about that so nothing gets on anything else? Yeah, we try to best as possible, especially on the inside. Outside's a little different just because you have the weather. But we try to put down tarps or plastic every time we're scraping. But we always make sure when the project's over that if there is any scraping done, it all gets, if there is any paint chips that ha- might have missed the plastic or the tarp, it gets picked up. Can you paint gutters? You can paint gutters, yep. We yeah. do it all the time. Really? Yep. All the time. Do you use a sprayer for that probably? Yeah. Yep. So do you have to take them off? We'll take the downspouts off. We'll keep the gutters, the actual gutter itself up. And you can, you can spray them? We can spray them, yeah. We suggest we only suggest to spray them. We try to spray as much as possible, just a better finish. Um, and we don't like the look of brush marks or roller stickers. Yeah, I don't either. So what do you do? Do you tape off the house then? Yeah, whatever tape? whatever is not supposed to get paint on it, it gets taped off. Awesome. Or masked off. Okay. That's the term, masked off, not yep. taped. I just picked that up. Ah. Nice. Good yeah. job. I think the first job I helped you out with, you told me about the whole um, make sure there's no paint chips around. I'm not uh, sure yeah. if you remember. That was yeah. a while ago, yeah. but mm-hmm. like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big no-no mm-hmm. for when it's being called for by an appraiser or something. So, Andy, this is a little bit of the hot seat, okay? Uh, is there anything painting-wise that you think would be like a tip for anybody listening who's just, you know, interested in this. What are some painting tips? Anything first couple things that come to your mind? First thing that comes to my mind for any DIYer at home or someone who is interested in painting, spend more time prepping and worry about prepping more than the actual process of painting it. It all boils down to if you do the right prep work, the painting will go a lot easier and you'll have it'll be a lot less stressful. I think that's true cuz my rod iron <laughs> Furniture. I hate to use the um, steel wool to it, so I just spray it. And now I noticed it's all <laughs> it's all flaking off, so I have to do it again. I just hope that I'll use the you are bad. St- I'll use the stainless steel pad. I just it's so much work. Ben, if you're listening, that's your next job. And you know what else I found for a spray can? They have now triggers. Yep, they do. They also got turbo cans out now that what's are What's a like, turbo can? Yeah, what's that? So it's like just a larger spray can and then the spray is larger. So the Ooh. so instead of spraying, I think what they're like three inches 
the spray when you start to spray it's more like a foot so you cover more a lot, a lot more space you can see you can there's videos out there of people painting cars with them oh my nice word term. i wouldn't suggest it but <laughs> you can but do they're it they're doing it yeah they're doing it so andy when you get this um special paint on your front door what are you going to have a sign out so we can all drive by and see where it's at see what it looks like <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, I'll definitely um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do a video about the whole process of painting when it's time to paint the interior of my place. Um, I'm do it before and after, and um, it'll be like the first time I officially kind of introduced the fine paints of Europe on at least our social media pages. So, might you know some people might get interested by it and wanna. Do you have a YouTube channel? No YouTube channel, just an Instagram, Facebook page, and that's yep. So you soon to probably have a TikTok, I'm sure. I have a TikTok, but that's just to make videos. I don't post on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well, Andy, I I've learned a ton. I think this has been really good. You know, I've and I've been in this business for a while now, and you know, you and I learned some stuff about paint. So for sure, it's very very helpful. Hopefully, somebody listening was like, "Oh, that's okay." Yeah. And if you don't want to paint, just call Andy. Well, I have to tell you, I learned a lot about paint because, you know, you just go in there and you go, hey, I'm going to pick up a gallon at Lowe's or I'll pick up a gallon here. And you don't really, I had never thought about the qualities or the different levels of paint. You know, so I think that because nothing's worse when you pick up a gallon of paint and you have to paint like six times because it just doesn't cover. So I've decided at this point, I'm not painting anymore. I'm calling my friend Andy. <laughs> exactly. Andy, Andy will come do the exterior of my house when the time's done. Andy's going to do our basement at some point. At some point. <laughs> We're working on it. Two years later. <laughs> but Andy, how are they going to get a hold of you? Let's go through that again. And you did say you had a Facebook page. Uh, is this a work Facebook yep. page? Facebook page and Instagram page, both. Three Rivers Painting Company. It's all spelled out. It's not the number three. If you want to contact me through phone, it's 260-557-3734 or email is andrew at threeriverspainting.co. And that's Co. Dot .co. And one last reminder, you know, Andy's not just interior. He does exterior and he can do cabinets and trim work. And he can do decks, as he's mentioned before. Anything, Gutters. Yeah, anything you need painted, Andy can do that. So if you're thinking about it, at least, at least call and get a quote. For sure. For sure. Andy, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming by twice, Andy. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, no you can reach me at 260-433-5385, and then I'm going to stop the recording so she can't tell us the number. Thanks for listening. Bye.